Yes, y'all. Yes, yes, y'all. You know what it is. It's them kids and wives and nine to fives, but we are married to the games. Zero five six. Thank you guys for being here. It's your boy Gabe Patillo with Tim Router and Timothy Hall, of course. And as always, we are talking games and life, life and games. And we are happy to be here. I could, I'm continually happy to be here, except when it's like the night before and right when I'm waking up. But everything <laughs> beyond that, I'm really happy to be here. That's very specific, Gabe. Well done. I, I know. It was just because I was thinking about it last night when I was going to bed. I was like, man, I don't want to get up tomorrow morning. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> man, I really want to do this podcast, but I do not want to get up early. Exactly. Uh, I'm like, what else can I sacrifice uh, that's that I don't have to get up early and still be able to be a part of this podcast? But You, you know, this podcast is best listened to at 6 a.m. Oh, so. good Lord. Is it's, it? It's also best recorded at 6 a.m. too, apparently. <laughs> exactly. You, you feel like you're waking up <laughs> with friends. That's right. Which I know. We're like actually Folgers. doesn't sound like a good thing. We're, we're, like, like, the, we're like Folgers. Exactly. Yes. We're the best part of waking up. Um, and you can right. smell us. <laughs> uh, <I laughs> Which is not. not so great. <laughs> that would not be fun. Lord <laughs> have mercy. Router. Oh, yes, sir. How's your week, bud? Man, it's good. Let me just start by saying, hi, I'm Commander Shepard. I am a robot. I, I've been playing Mass Effect 2, and I really cannot stand his voice right now. Oh, it's killing me, guys. Is it? It's really kind of getting in the way. Like, oh, I'm like, shoot. oh, come on, dude. You can do better than that. You'll get used to it. It's kind of like a Chinese water torture. Yeah, I guess. Slow. It's steady. But hopefully you get used to it. No, I, it's it's fun. Like I, uh, so I'm playing Mass Effect Two because um, everybody told me to, which is great, and I'm glad. It's it's a great game. Like I've I've realized that I'm not a huge space gamer. Like I played I've played Dead Space, and I think that's the extent of like a lot of my space gaming. But mm. like this is epic, so it's like this is a big big game. So I I wanted to play it, and I'm really enjoying it. I mean, there's so many things to do. Like I haven't even touched most of the main missions yet i've just been doing a lot of side missions mm -hmm. and it's a it's a lot of fun i'm really i'm really starting to get into it now like there's a lot of story and so that's cool um i wish the only thing i wish is like some of the cutscenes. like if i die or something you start over with the cutscenes. it's just like can we just skip this like i know this already but yeah but other than that it's been really really fun i really enjoy it but that's um, awesome other than that, yeah, week's been good. Still, uh, still busy as usual. Um, this week, I celebrate my wife's birthday tomorrow, and then mm. our 15 year anniversary the next day. So I'm screwed. <laughs> 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 there will be no Mass Effect two for me for the next couple of days. I am probably yeah. embargoed at this point. But um, no, it's it's all good. So very excited. 15 years of marriage and um, loving it. And we um, we have we are had planned a trip, <clears throat> just the two of us without Piper, like over the weekend to this place that we go to called, called Barnsley gardens. It's like this like resort area right outside of Atlanta. And they're completely, they're completely booked. They have a wedding or something like that. And they're completely booked. So we're like, Oh man, what do you want to do? Well, Lauren's like, Hey, why don't we skip this? <clears throat> We've got Piper with us. Let's go to Disney world. So we're like, Hey, that's a great idea. So I was looking around. Disney world is like completely booked this entire month. I don't know what's going it on. Is? Oh my 
Gosh, uh, the, yes. Don't they have that Halloween thing going on or something? Well, yeah, they 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 do this uh, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party, which is a lot of fun because we did it last year because you can uh, uh, like uh, Piper dressed up as a little elephant and they they close the park to everybody else. Like starting the Magic Kingdom is starting at four and it goes till midnight and they have like this Halloween parade and it's really really cool actually. Hmm. It sounds really real. The title sounds really lame, but it's actually really really good. Nah, man, it's Disney World. <laughs> it's true. So <clears throat> we were so we were looking like. I've been looking two days straight just to find anything and everything. But the month of October, even like I actually called reservations. They're like, huh, October is unusually booked this year. So we're actually going, we are officially going the first week in November, which will be so much nice. fun. So we're just going awesome. to be like a four night, five day quick trip. We're bringing Piper. It's just going to be the three of us. And I'm super excited. It'll be fun. Just the three of us. <laughs> we can make yeah. how did your, uh, how did your yard sale go? Dude, garage sale was awesome. In fact, that's probably that money is is paying for our flights. <laughs> nice. Wow. So that was the deal. Like, if we can sell, I mean, we still had some like nightstands, and we have this big dining room um, furniture set that uh, that we had, and it is amazing. Like, people come out of the woodworks, and they'll they they get out here early, Jack. Like, our garage sale was Friday and Saturday, and we were we were up, and people were buying stuff by seven a.m. Gross. Like That's the only way your... you get the good stuff, man. It's true. Like, and the professional garage sailors are out. Fr- we got pretty much picked clean Friday because they were out early, like even before, um, even before work. Like they're just out there. People, some people just bring trucks. Like they know the drill. They they've got it down to a science. Nice. So garage sale did really really well. It's so nice to purge. Our attic is so much cleaner now, and um, yeah, it's it's awesome. So. Yeah, Amen. that's my life, man. Just Mass Effect 2. I've, uh, I think I'm almost six hours in now, so I've been able to get a little bit more game time in. But I've, I know I've got a long way to go. But it's I'm enjoying it. It's a lot of fun. This will probably carry me through until Assassin's Creed comes out at the end of this month. There you go. It. Hall. Uh, still playing a lot of Diablo 3, playing some iPad stuff. Um, speaking of, like Square Enix had like a one-day sale last week or something oh they did they did they had like a one-day sale it wasn't on like final fantasy stuff but it was on like uh the deus ex game and Hmm. the laura croft tomb raider game the twin stick oh yeah this something something of light or something uh guardian of light and i picked that one up because i played it on the ps3 and i really liked it so i just picked it up on the ipad it was 99 cents uh, the Deus Ex game was on sale for two ninety nine. It's normally six ninety nine. Let me just huh. say, I'm glad I didn't pay six ninety nine for that. Really? Really? Yeah, like it's, it's not good. I mean, it's definitely an ambitious iPad game, like as far as the visuals and stuff. Mm. But it's just not very fun. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I guess how fun can a first person shooter be? on the iPad. But then again, if I had a controller, maybe it'd be a lot better. I'm not really sure. It's just, I haven't, I, I've played like a couple of first person shootery type games and the, there's a halo. Well, there's a halo knockoff called, um, I should Hello? Say game called. <laughs> 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 Hello. Hello. Um, ha- yeah. Hollow. What is it called? Oh, yeah, no, that Nova game? Nova, yes, yes. Um, that's actually pretty fun. 
on the huh. uh, I played it on the iPhone even and the oh, iPad, wow. you know, it's better for playing games on, but um yeah, I just this maybe it's just I'm not digging that kind of game anymore or something, but like like I said it's it's pretty ambitious graphically and I was pretty impressed with a lot of the stuff that it was doing graphically like as far as you know I was like wow this is you know a, a great experience but the controls just kind of get in the know, way it kind of hinders it a little bit but yeah I have yet to see a, de- a developer come up with like a really clean first person shooter control system for the for the iPad I mean I, does it can it even exist that's the problem because you've got too much going on yeah I don't I just it's so hard to do. I can't stand the touchscreen thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I can't stand the touchscreen and like having to tap and like you know wherever the the crosshairs are. You have to. It's yeah. It's that's why I've, I've I try and stay away from first person shooters on iOS anyway, just because just for that reason. Well, I yeah, thought they like were gonna kind of make it a little smarter. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there are some things in there. Like for instance, you can just you can uh, tap a guy to go ahead and aim at him. So that's kind of cool, but movement still really sucks in that game. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's a fix for it outside of a controller. I really don't. I really wanted to pick up um, Shadow Run Returns, and I probably should have just picked that up instead of picking these two games up. But uh, <laughs> um, but it's, I it's immediately not, regret my decision. <laughs> I hate, and I hate saying this too, but like it's nine ninety nine on the iPad. Oof. Yeah, I don't. That's expensive. Boy. I don't pay nine ninety nine for games on the iPad. No, yeah. you got to move that decimal jack. And Shadowrun is like it. W- the control scheme, at least for the original, would be a really good iPad game because when you on the Super Nintendo version, uh, you would have to like you you just had your controller that would control a pointer where you would click that where you wanted the character to go. So on the iPad, you know, it's no brainer. You, know, you just touch where you want to go. Exactly. So, yeah, nice. But, but you're loving Diablo three though. Oh man, it's so much fun. Got to so gotta much pick fun. That up. What really, you know? And at first, I had said, you know, I really don't care about this story or whatever is going on. But actually, it's pretty. It's pretty good once you start kind of going down. I mean, I think I'm maybe eight hours into it. It's it's a pretty cool story, and it's it's definitely different than what's out there right now. And you don't have to play um, Diablo two or anything, right? To get no caught, caught up on the story. No, I think I think the Di- Diablo games are kind of like the, I mean, similar to the Final Fantasy games, where it's a self-contained story. Nice, okay. but they're all kind of similar stories. So I think I think I'm going to pick that game up come holiday time when it when it I'm sure it'll come down in price. That might be definitely one to pick up. I really hope it does. I mean, it's 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 a really fun game and it's really fun to uh collect the loot and get new stuff um you know you'll yeah i love that yeah you never know like you'll uh kill a boss and you'll get something really awesome that just helps you further in the game and um the cutscenes man the cutscenes are very well done the cg on them looks amazing that's oh, awesome nice. yeah so don't don't if you get the game or you play the game yeah don't skip any of the cutscenes. they're really cool to watch um the only thing is is that they're so good looking and then the game is like yeah so it's kind of it doesn't match up necessarily with the characters it's almost like in 
you know, Final Fantasy VII, for instance, where some of the cutscenes would just look really good. And then, yeah. you know, the characters were just like little <laughs> polygon guys. You're like, why, why? I thought he had hands. Yeah. <laughs> like, Two seconds ago, he had hands. Now he looks like Popeye. So. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. Silly. Well, good, man. That's, that's awesome that you're enjoying it. Yep. Gabe. Yes, sir. What'd you do? Um, had a good week. Uh, our boy Ed is in town, yes. which has been awesome. So I've been hanging out with him the last couple of days uh in town for some business and um so it's been really cool just uh catching up with him uh a lot of people have heard ed placencia's name on the podcast and me and him go back like i mean literally it might be like i mean nine or ten years so it's just really cool to have him uh in town he's been staying with me and jenny and been really cool um another thing that's been really dope is watching our twitter um the winners from last week have, are starting to receive their stuff. Yes. And so that's been really cool just to, you know, see pictures of people getting their shirt and their video game. And then hopefully, uh, strudels or strudels. However, she, I think her name, she said her name came out of a misspelling. And nice. so it could be either way, but it was kind of cool. Cause I think she's one of the only girls over on the forum. And so it was just cool that she won something. And so she got the year of PS Plus, and uh, but she lives in Alaska, and oh, so wow. she might be getting it today. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna take a little. It while. takes a second. Um, the guys up there like, mush, wait a second, mush. why didn't you? Why didn't you just uh, email her the code? Because how much funner is it to get something in the mail? That's very true. <laughs> uh, Plus, that was I a lot. Stickers. That was a lot of silence. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you know. To get something with the bail, and I, I, I sent a sticker with everyone too, like yeah, married to the, the game sticker. Man. Well done. And I think I might make some married to the game stickers, like get them, like get some like well done made ones, and might have them available. We should do some metallic ones; those would be at, cool at no cost. Because I just think it'd be hmm. fun. Anyway, love it. Uh, yeah, been playing we, Ico. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Were you gonna say something? Uh, no, gonna I was just gonna something? say real quick about the update on the shirts. Um. The company we were going to go through uh, sucks, so <laughs> we're going to wait until we can get some good ones made. <laughs> There's your update. <laughs> uh, T-shirt update with Tim Hall. Yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah, we'll get some more shirts going. That'd be fun. Um, Continue, Gabe. Sorry. So you're playing Ico? Yeah, I've been playing Ico, and um, it is uh, cool. It's still very quiet. And I'm like, did you fall asleep again? (laughs) No, but it's just like, you know, a very evenly slow pace. Mm. So, but I I can see why people really liked it though. Cause it does have like a charm about it that, uh, that I like. So I don't know. I've been playing that. It has, it's not like I don't like it. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm still playing it. Um, and then, uh, Man, I've been getting a lot of love for the song last week, man. And so yeah, it's did. been super encouraging. Well, you should, man. And it's so a great song. I got to say thank you to everyone for all the love. It's been it's been cool. It, it, each time, like, and I've only done it twice, but uh, each time we've done a song, people have been encouraging. So it's like, hey, maybe I'll do another one. Instead of like, dude, you suck. Like, why are you even trying to do this? Like, how embarrassing. <laughs> no so, way, man. Not at all. Actually, <laughs> actually, our boy Drew wrote, in on the forum yesterday which we haven't seen drew for a long time he said he hadn't been listening 
but he said he's back. So that's nice. But he said, he said when the song started up, he was really nervous for me. And he said it wasn't as cringe worthy as he thought it was going to be. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's, so, that's always encouraging. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, that's, that's awesome. been me. That's been me. Router, do what you do, Jack. Oh, yeah. All right. New releases this week. Uh, the big one, which to me, completely forgot about, uh, Beyond Two Souls is now out and available for the PS3. That's right. Um, so let's see how uh, Ellen Page does this week and uh, yeah. and what, what what's going on there. I hope it's not bad because I've seen a couple reviews and it uh, it gets me worried. I'm sure we'll talk about it in just a little bit. but So, yes, Beyond Two Souls PS3 comes out today. A couple other uh, good ones. Borderlands 2 Game of the Year Edition is now out on all consoles. Ooh. Um, that would be, that's amazing. If you have not played Borderlands 2, <clears throat> Hall got me absolutely hooked on the, that franchise. Uh, Game of the Year, I think that comes with all of the DLC, including the Psycho. I believe. You, play, you can play the Psycho now, I believe. Um, I could be wrong, but fact somebody fact check that for me uh, <laughs> also uh dishonored game of the year edition comes out on all consoles Ooh, you have got so, to play that the game is so i good. know that's still that's i think that's going to be next after i get through these other ones coming up um capcom essentials for xbox and ps3 and everybody get your dancing shoes on because just dance 2014 is now out for the Wii U, Wii, Xbox 360, and PS3. It's time to get your groove woogie, on. Woogie, woogie, woogie. That's right. <laughs> and then a uh, couple 3DS games, Pokemon X and Y. Both uh, are being released this week. And Skylanders Swap Force for the Wii, PS3, Xbox, 3DS, and Wii U. So those is, that are... a, is that a second one? Yeah, I believe so. What happened there to... Wasn't Skylanders Giants... Supposed to be another game, or did that use the original game? I have no idea. I, I did not keep up with that game. Okay. No. No, I didn't, I didn't either. <laughs> I don't play okay. it. <laughs> so, yeah, that, okay. that's, that's, some good, uh, that's some good new release love right there. Beyond Two Souls, Borderlands 2, Dishonored. Um, that, that's some good stuff. Yeah, some reintrodu- reintroductions there. Yes, re- so if you haven't played those games, definitely now's your chance, because now you get all the DLC with it, too. Or at least most of it. Um, okay, top selling games for the week ending September twenty eighth, number ten. And we this is interesting because we just talked about the Connect last week. Connect Adventures is number ten, sold eleven thousand units. So gotta be in coinciding with some Xbox sales. Yeah, I'm sure there's an Xbox sale going on. Hmm. Um Saints Row four for the Xbox three sixty number nine. Good for them for hanging in there with all the GTA five stuff going on. Uh, yeah. Um and it looks like we've got some Wii U sales, too, because Nintendo Land is now number eight, sold 15,000 uh, units oh, good. for the Wii U. So I think uh, some sales have been picked up there. Number seven, Madden NFL, 25 for the Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. And there it is, smack in the middle, number six, Minecraft for the Xbox 360. Oh, my god, Dude, an- <laughs> another 35,000 units. It Things a beast, man. It's just it consistently just sells and stays smack in the middle of these charts all the time. Lord have mercy. So that yep. you said that sold about thirty five thousand and it's number six. Yep. Yeah. So that means the sales are definitely dropping off to get ready for the holidays. Yeah. Um, uh, well, yeah, I'll, and I'll, we've got more of that coming too. I'll, I'll tell you that in a sec. Madden uh, number five, Madden NFL twenty five for the PS three. Uh, and then number three and four, FIFA Soccer 14. Oh, good. Xbox 360 and the PS3. Um, 
Yeah, this is kind of this was an indicator to me that sales were low because for the Xbox the FIFA numbers were two hundred twenty nine thousand, and for the PS three is one ninety eight thousand. So mm. there's normally with those kind of games they're usually up in the threes and fours, mm. but um, yeah. So I think I think you're right. I think there is a, a a lull because people are gearing up and or saving up for the holidays. But here we go, number one and two. What do you think it's gonna be? Grand- um, gee, I wonder. I- Kirby. Pac-Man, the ultimate collection. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, Grand Theft Auto V for Xbox 360, dude, did another 826,000 units. And My gosh. That, t- that topped the number one spot. For the PS3, they did 589,000 units. So Lordy. maybe the sales were low because everybody was buying GTA V. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's true. That's I think that might actually be the case. It's like, yeah, I think I'm just going to wait and get GTA V. So that's huge. So... Um, Kudos to GTA Five, man. They're, the, well, I'm sure I'll be saying their name for a, a long time, and they'll probably oh, yeah. stay Rest number of the year for sure. Yeah, they'll probably stay number one and number two for a while now. Oh yeah. I wonder if that'll have the same like longevity that the Call of Duty games typically get. Yeah, you know, how they kind of just sell all year. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't I be a bit surprised. Yeah, well, we- I think too when you when you add the online play like they've done because that's why Call of Duty it's not for the campaign. Oh yeah, true. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's for the multiplayer, and so you know with them doing the online thing, if they can get all these bugs worked out, I don't see why they couldn't stay around. And all I year. think that and just remember that the charts we get, I think, are more brick and mortar. It's not. I don't think it includes down uh, digital downloads. It doesn't. So I wish there was just a free service that would offer that. But I, but you, I, you pretty much have to pay for all the the inner ins and outs of the sales of of video games every week. Well, I wonder if the mm-hmm. paid services even track the digital stuff because you know then you oh, got go to go to you, you got to go to Sony, you got to go to Microsoft, you got to go to everybody that sells digitally at that point. Well, and that's and that's probably why you'd have to pay because you have to somebody has to pay somebody for that service to be able to contact all of them. Hmm. Yeah. I would assume I could be lying through my teeth. Who knows? <laughs> um, to kind of go along with that, uh, did you guys see that Guinness, you know, the world record people were like, uh, maybe we should take a closer look at this whole Grand Theft Auto thing. And um, they were like, yep, no surprise. Best selling title in 24 hours ever. So they've got a Guinness world record wow. under their belt now Good for them. Wow. And uh, Guinness claims that Grand Theft Auto Five day one sales that they sold eleven point two million copies in the first twenty four hours wow. and uh generating eight hundred and fifteen point seven million dollars. Wow. And that's was that nation is that worldwide or just nationwide? Oh yeah, it's gotta be worldwide. Yeah. It's it's Guinness World Records. Oh yeah, okay, never mind. Um and that's so incredible. Uh, Wow. It's insane. And so they said they worked directly with Rockstar to get uh, those numbers. So that is a beast. That's a beast. That's stupid. Stupid you, numbers. You know what's even worse about that is everybody's watching these stories come out. So, like, you know, people who watch, like, the mainstream news see this story about the best-selling game, and then they see everything that's in it, and they're like, ah! <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, everybody's freaking out. And then they find out that their bag boy at the grocery plays video games, and they're like, yeah, they get scared of him. Right, right. Like, he's an automatic thug by just playing Grand Theft Auto. Ah, boy. 
<laughs> oh, people. Reality versus fantasy. Reality versus fantasy. I know that's right. And beating up a few hookers here and there. <laughs> for good measure. <laughs> Just for good measure. Paul. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. I got a couple here. Um, somebody paid a hundred and, well, no, nearly $200 for a digital gun in Counter-Strike Global Offensive. I don't get it. Why? I don't get it either. I don't understand. <laughs> Why? I, I have, well, maybe they just have a lot of disposable income. But, uh. A, yes, absolutely. But B, still, <laughs> Why? Why? I, I don't know. I don't even know how they did it. So, I guess there's... Bitcoins. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I have no idea. Speaking of Bitcoins, did you hear about the big bust this week on, uh, what was it? That underground website? Yes, I did hear about that. Yeah, but I, that was weird. I, did, I can't bring it up because I actually have no idea what it was. I just did hear about it. It was a website to do <laughs> illicit things, I guess. And they used all Bitcoin? Yeah, and they all used Bitcoin, and I guess the government went in there and took it down and said, we're taking all these Bitcoins. I would love to explain to everyone what Bitcoins are, but I listened to this long thing on it and still don't get it. So, Google it. I've heard so much about it, yeah, and I still really don't understand, but I don't know. Yeah, I'll I'll stick to good old American dollars. Thank you. Yeah, dollars and cents. Thank you. American dollars. What else you have, Hall? Um, automatic achievement recording. Did you guys hear about this back when they yeah, announced Yeah, is that the, on the X-Bone? Yeah, they announced it when they released the X-Bone. I guess we can actually call it the X-Bone now because Microsoft embraced it. Um, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for being the big man and accepting the name, and everybody likes it. And it's not that bad. Like, I don't even know what's so bad about it. No, it's a term of endearment, I think. I think it's there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think so either. I mean, at first, at first, I think it was used as a derogatory term, kind of. Wasn't oh, it? really? Probably, I, I mean, have no idea. Probably from the fanboys, yeah. It seems like it would be, but... Huh. I mean, it's really not a big it, deal. You know, just, it's yeah, just it, it doesn't even strike it. me as a... It doesn't even strike me as a bad name. And I don't even think it's going to matter because everybody's just going to call it the X, <clears throat> the Xbox anyway. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. true. The, X, the Xbox. The, the, that's what they should have just named it, the Xbox. Yep. <laughs> yeah, when they One. bring back a movie, they call it like uh, the, the Rocky yes. Balboa, the, the Xbox. X, the X-Men. The, the X-Men. RoboCop. The, the, dude, really? They're bringing that back too. I saw of the trailer. Have that. you seen... Have you seen like the the uh, what is it the on on set pictures of that movie? Mm-hmm. I don't think they've have I they did. released a trailer yet. Yeah, I saw the trailer the oh, other they day. Yeah, they were the trailer too. Yeah. yeah, dude, the costume looks stupid. I don't like it. It looks ridiculous. I'm like, yeah. there's no way that guy's head is that big. He oh, looks yeah, like it's it's huge. He looks like a future <laughs> football player or something, right? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I can't. I can't put my finger on it. I'm like, all right, RoboCop, we need you to go do a down and out. I'm gonna hit you on the sideline. All right, go long. <laughs> post, post, run, post. So stupid. He actually looks like one of the the uh, soldiers in Spaceballs. To be perfectly honest, <laughs> <laughs> love that movie. Uh, I'll go uh, see it anyway. Something. Yeah, probably. I'll go see that um, and the Dumb and Dumber too. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh boy. 
Did you hear? Speaking of, we're doing a little segue here. Did you hear that the the blind kid, the Billy kid? Yeah, he's gonna be movie, back in it. Yeah, he's gonna be in the second one. They found him on Facebook. <laughs> Is that where they found him? Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. So I guess they were trying to get a hold of him through traditional means, and they couldn't find him. <laughs> like the phone. So they went through Facebook. Wow. wow. That's incredible. Yeah, that's, so fun. that's nuts. I love that so much. Okay. Yes, the Dumb and Dumber 2. The where, Dumb where, and Dumber 2. Where were we? You were telling automatic us a story. achievement recording. Yeah, about automatic achievements. <laughs> <laughs> way to pull it back in, Hall. I totally forgot what we were talking about. I was like, whoa, what? <laughs> I, I, I almost lost it there. Um, yeah, I think we heard about this back when the Xbox One was announced. And I, I just remember thinking how silly of an idea it was. But, I mean, I guess developers can choose whether or not they want to have automatic achievements. They they started detailing some of this stuff. So like for a small achievement, like, you know, nobody really cares about that. But I guess when you do something big, maybe beat the game or something, they record a little bit of video of you, of your reaction. And oh, wait, video hmm? from the connect. Yes. Uh Oh, without warning. So basically good. if you have an Xbox with a connect or close, because <laughs> you don't know where that's going you have yeah. no idea they should partner with gap xbox there you go microsoft needs to be like hey look we're doing this thing where we're just surprising people by turning the camera on so if you do a sale on xbox clothes then we can make some money that's, up in here. that's a great idea Dude. telling you that I'm is so fun. I'm just kidding. Users don't even know. There's probably some guy like down at the central office or something that's getting all these videos in real time, and he's like, "What the heck?" <laughs> oh, he's probably scarred for life at this point. <laughs> well, yeah, when it comes out. Oh gosh, be like, is that chest hair or Dorito crumbs? <laughs> Gross, or is that Dorito crumbs oh, in chest the- hair? Too far. I'm sorry. Too far. Oh, <laughs> I remember when people were worried because like. Just Dance would record you without telling you. <laughs> so, like, you'd be dancing, yeah. and all of a sudden you'd see yourself on the screen. Exactly. I'm sure people were just like, oh, no. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, uh, And it's cheaper to keep them. That's what's so weird. Uh, like, if you talk to a, a, I, like a video person that does, like, web videos, like YouTube and stuff like that. Like it's mm. cheaper for them to start up new servers than it is for them to go back and defragment and actually delete videos off the internet. Yeah. That is hilarious. That's insane. So all you teenagers out there. <laughs> my boyfriend likes it. Well, no, it's on the internet uh, forever. Yeah. Okay. Now it, <laughs> if you're going to do it, do it with the new connect from Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> I could just see that being an ad. There's a tagline for you. There's a sales pitch for you. <laughs> I oh like my goodness. Goodness. Um, What about this uh, Wolf Among Us? Telltale. Oh, please tell me more. It's coming out super soon. October 11th. Oh, that's, our, that's my 15-year anniversary. You think Lauren will go for it? Yeah, no. I think she should. That's a big negatory there, good buddy. I'll have to wait till the next weekend or the after the well, weekend. So wait, it's coming. It's coming out on Friday, October eleventh. Yeah. And router, you'll have me and you'll have to wait anyway because it's launching on Xbox and PC first. Oh, really? And then PS3, probably a couple days later. But you know they have yeah. to be able to be like, and it's being released here exclusively first. 
Yeah, they had it. I think they signed an exclusive deal so, for that. Uh, hmm. It'll probably come to the PS3 a couple days later. But I'm super excited. But I didn't see an iPod or iPad release date. So I don't know if this game's going to be too heavy for the iPad. I don't know. Like, I, I know the controls are supposed to be really well streamlined. Um, even better than Walking Dead, which with The Walking Dead it wasn't that it's it's super easy. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I've been excited for that game though since uh, I think they they showed a lot of footage at PAX. Yeah, and I, I watched some uh, some uh, features about it on YouTube, and I am super excited for that game. That actually might that actually might be the next thing I'm I'm playing until. Assassin's Creed. I may have to put good old Commander Shepard on pause for a little bit just to to play that because that's one I'm really excited for. And the, I think it might be coming to iPad, Gabe. They have it listed on IGN's website I, anyway. I know. I just didn't see a release date, and so I was like, "Uh oh." I didn't know if yeah, it was going to come out I way have a later. It's going to take a. It'll it's probably ready. take a little time. Yeah, it'll yeah. take a little time. And the and the and now my question is like, I'm like, do I want to wait till it's on iPad? Because if they're just handing out platinums like they did last time, I want a platinum. But I played Walking Dead on my iPad, right. so I didn't get the platinum on PlayStation for playing. Through. I know you snoozed. <laughs> what do you get on the iPad? Like, good job. Yeah, you get like you here's get the credits. Star. You better take a screenshot real quick if you're going to Twitter this. Hurry, hurry. <laughs> <laughs> here's a coke and a smile. Good job, buddy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, when that platinum coming up, I'm like, sweet, my one and probably only platinum. I know. I'm, I'm really surprised you didn't get one on Assassin's Creed for all the side stuff that you did. No, I know. I mean, because I did. I got a hundred percent sync on everything, but that doesn't make you platinum the game because there's all these other side things you have to do. But I thought you went and got all the little floating around notes or whatever you said they were. No, I didn't. I didn't do them all. I I should. What I like to do is just do all the the hundred percent sync, like whatever the challenge is for that mission. Oh, gotcha. To do it, and so I. That's that's my OCD in me. Just you know. Doing that with Assassin's Creed, I'll be curious how how the next these next missions are going to be. Yeah, dude. Since our last, and not to lighten this because it is serious, but you know how we say every single time we record a podcast, something happens like the day after and makes news, and then we can't talk about it till the next week. Anyway, that happened to us last week. Um, we lost Tom Clancy this last week. I know that's died at sixty six. Man, I feel like that's awful young. Great writer. Yeah, that is young. young. Um, That's really young. So for those... Gamers know his name, of course, but uh, there might be some youngins listening that don't know why they know his name. Tom Clancy is an author, and he's written all kind of books. And the thing, the string that kind of goes through all of them is that they were extremely detailed for what he was talking about. And they were all like espionage-type military uh, books. Um, you might have heard some of these titles. <laughs> uh, I wrote down just a couple. Hunt for the Red October. Patriot Games. Clear and Present Danger. Rainbow Six. Great book. I'm just saying, like, I've, I've never read any of those books, and I've actually never seen those movies, but I still know all the titles. That's how oh, big yeah, re- those books are. I read uh, Hunt for Red October, Patriot Games, and Clear and Present Danger. And man, he is a great writer. Like he's very detailed, but he he keeps you on your toes because there's always a twist to something. That's awesome. And honestly, and all of his books should be video games anyway because they're they're great. Yeah, and and loads of them are. 
Yeah, um, which is good. And obviously, we know the Rainbow Six series, uh, Ghost Recon, Splinter yeah, Splinter Cell, the Hawks, uh, Air Combat, all have his name on them. Uh, he co-founded actually Red Storm Entertainment back in '96, which was later bought by Ubisoft. So, man, our condolences go out to the Clancy family. Uh, that's never, you know, obviously death is a super hard thing. Um, but we're just glad we got to have Tom Clancy for a while. He's a, a brilliant guy. And so anytime you have somebody that smart and, you know, cause I, one of my buddies was telling me that he used to get in trouble with the government. Like the government be like, Hey, 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 you yeah, can't be, you, know yeah, you can't be telling all our secrets, Jack. Yeah. And they're like, how do you know all this? And he was like, I'm just going to the library and researching. And for yep. those kids that don't know, a library is a place that has a bunch of books <laughs> and, <laughs> and do a decimal system. And you could go there and find out things about other things. <laughs> and you used to have to read things on paper. Yeah. Yep. Which is this very thin material that is ink is. Yeah. Sometimes anyway. it's white. Sometimes it's kind of a beigeous color. Yeah. Back sometimes it gets ink Egypt. on your hands. Yeah. They don't just use them just to wrap your presence in. <laughs> it's for more than that. Uh, are we going to be those old bitter guys down the road? Yes, be of like, course. Back in, back in my day. You know why, though, too? Because it seems like each generation has that thing that they got to fully enjoy the old way of doing something and fully enjoy the new way of doing something. And we're going to be those people. It's very true. Cause we didn't always have the internet. Love it. Hall, That's you got awesome. something else? Well, just really quick to, to make a point to what you said, you know, we grew up with magazines, you know, like Nintendo power and yep. game informer and all those ones. I mean, I guess game informer is still around, so that doesn't really count, but yep. everything's going digital. Either it's going digital or it's going dead. I know. Two. Uh, it's yeah it's crazy how much how much paper is is sliding because everybody can just grab it digitally and then store it yeah they told me with my um uh at gamer magazine the best buy one they were like yeah you're gonna have to go digital when you renew and i was like ah i I already did i thought the same thing i hate that i like it it's because it's more interactive too and that way if there's uh like coupons or specials that you like you can just click right to it and it goes to the site yes i'm newer generation but i i do i'm with you though it's it's always nice to have a piece of paper in your hands that you can flip and and curl back if you want to and just and hold because it it would be great to have that magazine definitely keep those those copies too because they'll be uh they'll be uh valuable one day i'm sure maybe so (laughs) um so we were very vague last week about the steam machine which is what people are calling it now instead of the Steam Box. Um, did you guys see that they released uh, the system specifications? Oh, no, please yeah. tell us. Yeah. <laughs> well, th- here's the problem, though. What I don't understand is that they released them, but then still says that, you know, it's fully upgradable and that there's going to be a bunch of different versions. Well, so- they said, I think that they were testing out a lot of versions because they want to see which ones are like the prime uh, players kind of like performance wise, I think. Yeah. I'm not really sure exactly what they're talking about, but do you have some of the, well, specs? I think you... they have to know that they've got to compete on price. You yeah. Know what I mean, here's, here's some of the specs and some people are going to understand this and some aren't uh, the GPU. Um, some units will come with the NVIDIA Titan, some with the GTX 780, some with the GTX 760, 
and some with the GTX 660. Um, coming to That's the, insane. Coming to the CPU, uh, some boxes with the Intel i7 4770, and some with the i5 4570, and some with the i3. So it's just kind of weird. I guess so they're doing like a baseline. We at least want it to kind of be like this. Uh, RAM is supposed to be 16 gigabytes of RAM. DDR3 um, for the CPU and three gigabytes DDR5 for the GPU, which is just a bunch. If you know this nothing, this thing's going to be a thousand lot. bucks. Uh, hard drive, they want to be one terabyte. Wow, um, of solid state. Not Ooh, like solid state drives are great. I know, and they're super fast, and they're super expensive. Um. Power supply, internal, 450 watt. Yeah, that's fine. And, and then they had another hard drive one that was a 35 gigabyte hard drive space. So I don't know if that's like for flash memory or something crazy. But anyway. And then they have Dude, dimensions, specs, but, you know, I don't know what that... All those you know. specs just... All the specs are pretty much my uh, my MacBook Pro right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because like I think, because I think I, it's only expandable for sixteen gigs of RAM or something like that. Right, right, right. Some are, yeah. Um, and then they have some dimensions here, which would be twelve by twelve point four by two point nine. So it's going to be interesting to see how all these different companies do their take on the Steam uh, man, machine. I'll tell you though, it's not gonna, it's not gonna compare. I think it's going to be more expensive than any consoles. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, yeah, for sure. It's got to be. Pa- it's I mean, it's be. packed. I mean, it's double what consoles are about to be. You know, next yeah. gen consoles are going to be eight gigabytes of RAM. And so you're like 16. You know what I'm saying? But my yeah. thing is, like, I don't know how it's going to keep up with itself or you're going to feel like you have to buy a new one every year or what? Yeah, that's true. But, it, but aren't its components going to be. Like you'll be able to upgrade it, like you can get a new hard drive in it. And That's that what kind they of say. Be fully right. upgradable, but I don't. I think know. this okay. is. I, I was going to say. I think this is kind of like if you want to get a gaming PC, but you want it to be in your living room, kind of thing, like a small setup. Yeah. I think maybe that's what they're kind of going for. Because I this, understand it'll be easy to hook up to the television. Not everybody knows how to hook their or want to drag their desktop into the living yeah. room you know what i'm saying well yeah and, and if it's gonna be a lot smaller it's probably gonna be a little quieter too yeah so, you hope but it's gotta still deal with the heat yeah shoot i don't know what it's man gonna i do. don't know <laughs> we just got to sit I back just, and watch there's no way we're gonna be able to guess at it yeah I know. this is one I'm of those really trying sees. to figure this out um can we talk about beyond real quick beyond two souls the reviews are all over the place Really? I mean, there's tens out there, and then there's like fours out there. Oh. And you're like, I mean, so it really falls in the hands of the reviewer. And, you know, you can't always take reviews uh, at, you know, face value always. Because if I reviewed, you know, something that, you know, because some people love uh, strategy games or love... um, you know, all the Final Fantasy games and like some of them just don't hit me right. And so you could have a bad day and review something terrible, but the reviews have been all over the place. 
But my thing is, Quantic Dream, they... I loved Heavy Rain. But heavy, you have to know going in, like, all right, this is about to be a really long, quick time event, pretty yeah. much. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very, it's an interactive movie instead of a video game. And it doesn't seem to me like they've touted it as a standard video game. So I don't know. I feel like if you go into it knowing what it is, you can enjoy it. And Heavy Rain had a lot of mixed reviews too. Some people, exactly. some people love it, and some people were like, no. So everybody he, agreed on one thing though: is that it looked amazing. Yeah. So I don't know. I can't wait to. I'm trying to pick it up this weekend, so I have more to talk about. I think uh, I think you're going to be designated to play it then. <laughs> hey, I'm going to try to pick it up this weekend too. I. Good. You know what's weird? Like last um, E3 when they had uh, introduced it and everything, I was I was kind of excited. Like it was weird though because the whole time I'm watching their their feature that they had during the press conference, I'm like, okay, this is kind of cool, but. What? I kind of don't understand it, but it still looked cool. Ellen Page, yeah. Willem Dafoe, awesome. That's great. And and since then, I've heard nothing. In fact, I didn't even realize it was coming out this week. I, it's like I, I I haven't seen a whole lot of marketing for it. I haven't seen like there's no reminders about it, and it just kind of was like boom, here it is. So I don't know if they did that on purpose just to throw it out there, but the the release date is actually a good time. This is a good time to release a new game like this because you're jumping ahead of all the heavy hitters that are going to be coming in the next month or two. But, yeah, that's true. But I'm just like, I just lost interest. I don't know why. Yeah. I, I still like it. I, when I played it at E3, for some reason I was like, Oh, I don't like this that much, even though I knew what it was going to be. But then I played the demo that they released, you know, a couple of days ago and I really liked it. Okay. So I don't know. Good. We'll see. All right. Yeah. Let us know. We will see. You guys want to jump into some questions or Hall, did you have something? I just had one thing. This is like breaking news because this just got posted a little bit ago. But uh, there Far we go. Cry, Far Cry 4 has been mm. leaked. No. Not not the game itself, but the composer, I guess, was doing an interview and he mentioned that he was working on Far Cry 4. Awesome. Oh, jeez. Heck yeah. I want to <laughs> And everybody was like, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I want to go back and play that game again. That was so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I think that was the surprise for last year for me. How much that, like, because I poo pooed it at the start, but man, I love that game. Yeah, I did too. It was a lot of fun. And they released uh, barely any, just for, you know, rumor mill, they released uh, what, that something in the Sleeping Dogs? Was it Sleeping Dogs? The new Sleeping Dogs coming out? Yeah, that there's going to be something in that universe coming soon. Yeah. Oh, cool. All right. I'm in. And it's, it's only going to be next gen, I think, isn't it? Yeah, I would imagine. I'm sure. I think that's what they had said. Even though, I mean, you remember, you can't give up, give up on PS3 too early. They're still going to be developing plenty for it. Well, right now so. I have AC4 and Watch Dogs for PS3. I'm exactly. Gonna, I'm just yeah, gonna it's play gonna, it. I mean, it's going to be a couple years. The 360 and the PS3 came out, and you know, the PS2 basically lived the entire life that the PS3 did. But <laughs> yeah, they, they, right. they didn't develop you know top tier games for it. But right, but yeah. soccer games, Jack, oh, you'll be playing oh soccer gosh, games on PS3 games. till 2025. You're going to be playing soccer games till we're 80 <laughs> on the PS3 <laughs> easily. Oh shoot! Well. You guys know where to find us. Thank you guys for signing up for the forum. It is so awesome talking to you guys over there uh, and getting to know you guys better and in more than 160 characters. And uh, we've got a new little haul. I saw that you did you add that thing where it says like who the newest person to 
sign on is or sign up is uh, and no, everything that's like been that. There. Oh, I never noticed that it. comes standard. I love that. So I've been hollering at all the new people that I see signing up. I'm like, Hey, thanks for joining. They probably totally think it's automated, but it's not, it's really me saying hi. <laughs> and, uh, so come over to the forum, married to the games.com slash forum. Uh, it's awesome. Come join it's the PS cool. plus book club. Yeah, the PS Plus book club. We got a bunch of cool Xbox talking going on over there. Uh, so that's been really cool. Um, Twitter.com slash MTTGcast. Facebook.com slash Married to the Games. YouTube.com slash Married to the Games. Podomatic. We're on Podomatic. We're all over the place. Xbox music. So we're trying to keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? That's so come check roll. us out. That's how we roll. Uh, um, let's do some questions. Let's do this. All right. We got Facebook, Lucas Ham Swisher. What is, and I can't remember if we had answered this before, but it's always a great question. What is one of the toughest games you have ever played? And did you beat it? My white whale was battle toads. I never beat it either. Even when using the game genie. Wow. <laughs> nice <laughs> throwback awesome. game. genie. Nice. Well done. Uh, did we have this question before? I can't remember, but it's a good one. I'm trying to think of the, the one I had game? the most. Yeah, the one I had the most trouble with was Dead Space Two. Yeah, you did struggle through that one, didn't you? I struggled through that because I I didn't upgrade the things that I probably should have, and so <laughs> I uh, and so I just got creamed half the time. But but now, like after playing Dead Space Three and stuff, I I wouldn't mind going back and playing it again because I'm definitely a lot better at it now. But yeah, I think that was that was a tough game. I died a lot on that game. Yeah. Hall, you have anything? And it, yes, I did beat it. By well, the way. actually, I was going to say Battletoads on NES when I was young. So uh, this was sometime in the early 90s. My friend and I, uh, he, I guess he, yeah, he had that game and we played a little bit of it and we're like, man, this is really freaking hard. And so we <laughs> played it like every day, probably for like a year. Until we mm. beat that darn game. There you go. It wow. is the hardest game I have ever played. Why is it so hard, you think? Is it because that was still back in the one hit and you're dead days? Yeah, you didn't. I mean, the stages were. It was almost like the game was faster than it should have been, for one. So, like, you get these stages <laughs> where you're riding on these, like, hover cars. And what they oh, would do is that. they would show you, like, where the, the obstacles were going to be coming. But it was so fast. I mean, this yeah, was ridiculous. Um, and also, too, this was back in the CRT era. So, every, you know, all your button presses were instantaneous. You didn't have the lag that comes with an HDTV or anything. Right. So... I mean, I think they kind of really took advantage of that with the game, and you had to have very fast reflexes. And I, I just remember mm. we got to these things where we knew we were going to die, so we would, like, save up lives because we knew we would die. I'm, I'm just trying to remember. It's been so long, but I, I remember we we beat that game, and it was, like, the greatest achievement I've ever had in my life. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Really that's so cool. Um, but it did take is, every bit of like playing the crap. It took a year. It, apparently, it took a year of playing the dang thing to finally Dude, beat it. We yeah. must have went through controllers trying to beat that game. That's insane. It was so, so hard. That's awesome. Um, I, I, I do remember Battletoads being hard. I don't know why I don't remember it being that hard, but maybe because I just gave up on it. 
<laughs> Cape's like, I'm done. Yeah, I was like, uh, freak this. I am by this to be frustrated. <laughs> did did, um, did you play the sequel, the uh, Battletoads Double Dragon sequel? No, I didn't. Okay, because I was going to say that one, I think they toned down the difficulty on, if I remember. Because we were, I had that, I uh, played that one on Genesis, and it was a lot easier, I remember. Oh, okay. So, huh. Are there actual ha- toads in Battle Toads? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're well, like, like they're like teenage mutant ninja toads. Basically. Uh, okay, All right. <laughs> exactly. Um, I would have to say it, it's not because this game is so hard, but I never beat it as a child. Was the arcade Simpsons? And, oh yeah. Um, because it was kind of the same thing, like one hit and your life was over or something like that. One, like you had a health bar. You I had don't a think. health bar, but yeah. if you'd get hit like a couple times, you were dead. Yeah, it was, was yeah, it. it was a wrap. Yeah, exactly. And um, so, but like Hall. Last year, when I was a grown man, uh, me and a couple buddies when we were in Portland went to a place called Ground Control. Downtown Portland is an awesome arcade and uh, beat that Joker. Nice. So it is in the rearview mirror. That's great. Boom shakalaka. <laughs> All those quest. games were hard, though, like the X-Men ones, the Battletoads. I mean, yeah, they Ninja were supposed Ninja to take like, your quarters. I yeah, mean, that was just the whole point. Them. Eat them up. That was the whole point. All right, let's move on to uh, Twitter. Our boy, uh, Bat Chalfie, uh, he always comes up with good ones. Uh, What series has overstayed its welcome and needs to go away? Maybe not forever, maybe just a nap. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Honestly, I'm going to say it. I think Assassin's Creed after this one, I think it just needs to to sit for a a little bit. Because it's getting yeah. old. Like, I mean, it's kind of cool that you were expecting another Assassin's Creed, but like, I, I was my excitement for that that franchise has was so strong at the start. I was so excited for AC three, and it's just kind of it's kind of burned me a little. So, yeah. But I'm, I haven't given up. I'm going to give them another chance. And uh, you know, if four is great, then that's awesome. It'll help rejuvenate my love for it. But after if after this, if it's not what it's all cracked up to be, it can definitely take a nap. Um, I'm going to say it uh, with a heavy heart. I think the Final Fantasy series, only because it feels like they've lost direction. Mm. And I feel like they need to regroup. And they might be And Is it 15 that's coming out that everybody's excited about? Yes. Excited uh, about? 15 is going to be the next gen one. And so, like, and I'm happy for that. But it just seems like getting to this point has been scratching and clawing. Mm-hmm feels like a little bit it feels like after 10 like when they wanted to like try to go online with it and blahzy blahzy blah for some reason i don't know and maybe it's just me maybe people don't feel the same way but it feels like it just they they did it because we were expecting it or because like well we've always done it like we've always just kept releasing them but it just kind of it feels like it lost its epicness to me when you try to take it online and you step away from the story a little bit and then it starts making less and less sense and like you know even you know, even though I played through thirteen, like I couldn't really make it all the way through thirteen two. And you're like, these characters aren't that lovable. I didn't feel like to want to, you know. And then now lightning returns, and like I, I don't know. Maybe they just need to chill out. Like like he's saying, not forever, because I think Final Fantasy is very important. It's an important staple in in gaming culture. But I don't know if they've been great games still. Mm. I don't know. Gabe, Paul, I'm what go- about you? Well, I'm going to go with Gabe's answer for sure. I mean, I, right when uh, Router read this question, I was thinking about Final Fantasy because the characters have never been more lifelike. You know, they can talk, 
they look good, they look like real people, but you still don't yeah. have any connection with them. And that says something about, you know, playing seven, eight, what have nine, you. Yeah. Nine was good, ten. And actually having a connection with those people, even though they're less high def and less, I don't know, well Less fleshed out, basically, with the right. with the character interaction kind of stuff. Um, I mean, that just goes to show that you know, kind of going that extra mile with the the dialogue and the effects and stuff just didn't really help. So I, yeah. I think they need new direction. And honestly, I think it would be cool for them to uh, release. Maybe it's a, a downloadable, or maybe it's still a sixty dollar game, but to actually do a game like a PS1 era Final Fantasy game. Yeah, man, those were great. I mean, maybe maybe that would be something to kind of get bring people back in. Cuz I I like I said, like I see them you know go ahead with technology and stuff and I played th- I played a lot of 13 and I don't know, I felt nothing. I'm the same way, like you just didn't care <laughs> yeah. for some strange reason. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know why that was, but I don't want to see it go away forever. I definitely want to see it just kind of take a break and and kind of come back with with something something different, something you know with new direction. So yeah, or something old feeling almost. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I mean, you, you know, I mean, I mean that's kind of what that's kind of what nine was. They kind of wanted to bring back the old school style yeah. that they did on the SNES, right? And uh, it was successful, so. There you have it. Every time you guys talk about Final Fantasy, you go off on like a two to three minute tangent. It's so well, it was awesome. Because it was so like for me, it was so important at the t- at yeah, that my was time life, of life. Man. It was so it's so yeah. weird. So I have this this draw I to those it. games and I'm like, I just, just think it's, it's just an observation. I'm not I'm not hating on it. No, no, I think no, it's I'm hilarious. Kidding. It's all good. Good question, though. That was I like that a lot. Um, here's another good one, because we just talked about uh, emotional ties with characters uh, at Scotty Lindsay. What was the first video game to el- elicit an emotional response from you? For me, it was the ending to SMB2. It was the music. Hmm. I'm trying to think what was SMB2. Super Mario Brothers 2. Super Mario Brothers 2. Thank Man, you. that game was crazy. That was a long acid trip of a game. Yeah, that game um, elicited an emotion from me while I played it. Like, what the heck? <laughs> like, me too. I was like, who went through a divorce that put this game out? <laughs> uh, I think mine was uh, was more recent. Mine was The Last of Us. It was really powerful. That was a powerful game. That was really powerful. Mm-hmm. I can't say that was the first one. I <laughs> This sucks, man. Final Fantasy VII, I mean, it just was. Final Fantasy VII was the first game where I, like, felt something. I was like, oh, snap. And you got to understand, it was my first, like, deep story game, too. Everything before that, you know, I was just, you know, like it was Tony Hawk or something like that, you know. That's cool. That's a good question. Oh, did you did you say I, yours? Well, I was trying to think if there was anything NES era, but I don't think there was, like, that kind of got me. But uh, Super Mario RPG, Super Nintendo. Mm. So that was a pretty emotional game just playing that so you know what else could be one for me and i don't know if anybody will know this game but there was a game i think it was on sega cd called snatcher and it was real anime looking oh yeah yeah and for some reason like at that time and it was really graphic and um i remember it like taking me back you know for a minute and i was like oh snap this game is not playing it's crazy i think i also went back and beat that 
like yeah, three I didn't years ago. I didn't discover that game until way past that era. So I got to go kind of go back and check that out. That's a good one. I would say check it out. It's good. And we got some good questions this week. I'm I'm excited. Um, okay. At uh, Paolo VGH8. That's our boy Paolo down in Brazil. He just he uh, just sent in a video game memory. Thanks, Paolo. Oh, awesome. Yeah, he's our he's our Brazilian boy and uh, he's uh he just signed on like a couple weeks ago and he's been awesome and just we love talking to you, man, so keep it up. Uh he said, As grown married men, have you guys ever got yourselves thinking that, hmm, video games are for kids, even though you don't <laughs> even though you didn't mean it? Never. <laughs> I love it. His questions are great. Never, dude. I never think video games are for kids because guess what? Statistically they're not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I love so it. I, think, I mean, I think other people think that for us. I agree. Yeah, <laughs> uh, other people who aren't in it as as deep as we are will probably they just will be like, yeah, you're just a man child. But you know, it's it's totally different. Yeah, I love it. I don't think I I've gone it. through the. You know, we've all talked about going through the little embarrassing moments when you're talking to somebody and maybe your wife says something about you playing video games and you're not ready to let that cat out of the bag yet. But, <laughs> but I don't know if I've been sitting at home and I've been like, okay, I'm not playing video games for a little bit because they're No, but children. don't you love that feeling, though, when somebody's like, oh, yeah, I play video games and they don't know that you do yet. And you're like, no, but wait, I do too. And you just exactly. start going off. Yeah. I love that feeling, man. It's great because then you compare notes and then everybody looking around you like, yes, you are a man child. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's all good. Man though. children. Man children. I love it. Uh here's a good one. At Cat Jack nineteen ninety seven. When is the MTG MTTG album going to be released? <laughs> <laughs> Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, Christmas, Christmas two thousand uh nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> dude that would be awesome oh gosh we should do like a like a spoken word type of mttg album that'd be hilarious seriously we should yeah, that's, that's a good fun. question i like that it's gabe fun. when is it yeah exactly i, I <laughs> no, mean that's you know, this probably will never happen we'll, we'll do an ep or something sometime. Gabe, be, when you get enough for, songs who knows <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're definitely exactly. you, you, yeah, we put enough song. Well, that means there has to be good enough games. So that'll be in a couple of years. So we'll exactly, be exactly. It would be hilarious if you put it on iTunes and then when people go to the the podcast on iTunes it's like we also recommend. Yeah. <laughs> we also recommend the album. <laughs> the album. <laughs> that is awesome. The what do you call it? the the, the definitive what do they call the it? Like what people do? the definitive <laughs> yeah. collection. Oh, Greatest hits. We'll the, immaculate the, collection. the immaculate collection. The immaculate. Uh, that's we awesome. could do we could do like a four CD set and each CD's got one song on it. There you go. <laughs> I like that. Uh, and cool. just one track will just be me sneezing or having an allergy <laughs> attack. It'll be great. For some reason, when you said that, I just thought about an infomercial with us like sitting there talking about like these are some of our favorite selections from yep. <laughs> five years of podcasting <laughs> with, the, with like crazy. the couple in the sunset in the background. Yeah, exactly. Oh gosh, that's it, awesome. The title slowly scrolling on the screen. Exactly. And it's like a time life commercial, you know, and, and you always know the ones that are playing because they're highlighted in yellow. Exactly. And everything else is like, and oh. Joe out that's on right. the road. Last of us, baby. So let's go. Oh, I got my pistol and some fingers <laughs> with a sunset in the background and couples just like hugging. <laughs> People bundled up by the fire. They're like, yeah. we live in a city in the sky. I guess that's why they call us fly. Oh, that's oh, so awesome. Shoot. I love it. Great question. Love that. 
Uh, here's a good one. It's a it's an Assassin's Creed question from uh, at Rob Goddard seventy nine. If you could choose next time in history for the next AC game, what would it be? Ooh, he's thinking his choice, which is awesome. Eighteen eighty eight London Jack the Ripper. It's kind of a era. Yeah, which that is would awesome. be incredible. That would be super cool. I'm kind of with him on that. I think like old school London would be really cool. That would be really dope. Um, I don't think other... enough games exist from that era. No. You're exactly right. Well, this what what's that new 1886 or whatever yeah, that's coming the, out? That's I'm so excited order. for that. The order, yes. That I, that's sick. what I'm excited for because that's that's a period piece right during that time. So I'm super excited about that. Me too. Yeah. And uh, I really liked I really liked the time period of Infinite. Um, that yeah, whole like twenties. Yeah, the yeah that. Well, I think Infinite was the nineteen twelve. Oh yeah, you're and right. Then, um, but yeah, like just that time of like innovation and people were doing crazy experiments on stuff and you know stuff we would not do nowadays. Yep. Um, yeah, I think any time in there would be really kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Ladies and gentlemen, my dog Maggie has just joined the podcast for the first time. She's oh, just sitting, shoot. She's just sitting right up here next to me now. She's like, hi, what are you doing? <laughs> Who are you talking to? You Skyping? Talk- what is this? We're talking video games, baby. <laughs> Even she looks at you like a man child. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even my dog. Um, let's see. Uh, at Yamin Bissett, with all oh, the Oh, te- by the way, we've been butchering his name. Oh, we have? Yes. I'm oh, so see he hasn't said anything, so I'm like I'm just going with the float. He didn't say anything, but he did send in a uh video game memory. Oh, okay. And uh right when it kicked up, I was like, Oh, this is from Yamin or however we've been saying it. Yeah. And uh that is not the way it's said at all. It's actually it's actually pronounced Chamin. 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 Chamin okay. Bassett. Huh. Chamin, dude, I am, dude, I am so sorry. <laughs> that already, is all. That, that is all on me, right? I there. already wrote him and apologized. He was like, "Hey, it's a rough name to say, you know." Chamin, blah, blah. he was very. I love it. I know. So, Chamin, Bassett. Okay, Chain, It's not like Bassetti or something. Chamin no, no, Bassett. No. Okay, it was just Chain. the first name that we've been. All right. Jamin, close. this is all you, man. With all the team game talk, what was the first M-rated game you ever played, and do you feel that you were too young? Ooh. Probably Leisure Suit Larry, and yes, I was very too young for that. Yeah, <laughs> probably. I think I, I don't know how I got my hands on it. I think that was back in my download days when I was, uh, it was probably like pre-high school even. I might back have been in like your middle AC4 school. pirate days? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it might have it might have been like late middle school, early high school or something like that, but got my hands on a leisure shoot Larry game. Hmm. And I shouldn't have been playing that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't even that? know if it was M rated at the time, but it was just M rated content. I don't know if they had the rating system yet. Yeah. The, my first one didn't either. I think I played, um, it's probably just doom. Shouldn't nice. be playing doom, but whatever. I can't remember how old I was. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, I kind of can't speak to this because I didn't. You start gaming until you're in your 30s. So my 30s. So (laughs) maybe I'm too old for some of these M-rated games now. (laughs) But yeah, uh, what was my first M-rated? Was AC2? I don't think any of the Assassin's Creeds were. They weren't M-rated, were they? No, they are. I think they are. I'm pretty sure they're M-rated. Oh my gosh! For what? uh, probably violence. Is there any? 
is there even much blood in those games? I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. You know what? It's because of the way I play it. I think I always played it with the the blade that's up your sleeve, and so you yeah, never really actually ever see any blood. I love yeah. the hidden blade. That's my that's probably the my favorite feeling is just hidden blade and some some Joker. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, actually, I would say uh, L.A. Noir probably for me. Oh yeah, L.A. Noir. That's right. So that's definitely M rated. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the, F- it, it I, I, when I was playing that game, I was like, at first, I was like, "Oh, this this really shouldn't be M rated." And then I got to AC, <laughs> you get into it, and like, you're like, Ooh. "Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah it's M rated." All yeah. right, we got two more um, at Visual underscore Leader. What game designer would you most want to have dinner or a drink with? Ooh, Naughty Dog Ken Levine. Yeah, Ken Levine. And oh, and here's my demo. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this song, please. Listen to this song, Ken. Um, what are you going to do? Give him a CD? Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what, what's this crap? <laughs> yeah. here's, um, my eight, here's my eight track. Yeah, I would say I would love to sit down with the Naughty Dog guys. Yeah, I would Or too. sit down with somebody like uh, Gabe Newell or somebody like one of the old school guys and be like, what were you thinking? Like, you guys came up with such amazing content. Yeah. Like what, like what, you know, at the time when this was first, like kind of rolling around in your head, were you like, holy crap, we should do this. And it came out amazing. Cause you know, you just never know. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, what about you? Oh, I already said Ken Levine. Oh, you said Ken Levine. I'm okay. being serious. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. Yeah, serious. Okay, last one. Best ha- best Twitter handle at abrasive cactus. <laughs> I love it. I love that. That's great. Uh, abrasive very, cactus. Very Gabe, did good. you just blow your nose? No, I didn't. <laughs> it sounded like it. Um, really good question. Do you think game creators care about religious groups, whom also buy games such as GTA Five, but aren't necessarily the main audience? It's a really good question. Uh, you know what's interesting in the AC in the Assassin's Creed series, there is always a disclaimer at the yeah. beginning that says this game ha- was created with a multicultural, multi faith based uh, team. So I think they do care about it. I, you know, I don't think they're out to, you know, upset any religious groups. They just want to d- design a game and put a game together. Yeah. Um, so well, I think I, they're out to tell a story too. Yeah. Yeah, and they, it's impossible to tell a story and not offend someone. Right, right. So. Wasn't there some controversy with the Call of Duties where you could play the terrorists? Yeah. Something yeah. like that. There was a it's, level that you could turn off, and they were like, hey, you can turn off this level. It won't affect anything with the game, but we just threw it in there for fun. It's pretty much like what they were saying. Right. Because if you can play a level that has no, that can can or can't be, doesn't have to be in there, then it's not that important. They just wanted to do it. Yeah. And or that, you go that, up and shoot up an airport. There you go. So, yeah, I don't know. I think <clears throat> they may have it in mind, but um, I don't think Ken Levine had any issues with Bioshock Infinite like because, because of the spirituality in that game. Um, I think he just wanted to tell a story and, yeah. you know, use something like that. It, it wasn't necessarily a, a a bust on religious groups, but... kind of it was yeah i mean (laughs) but i think that's what his point the point of it was and i think it wasn't that he was taking religious groups into um into thought like ooh, i shouldn't do this because that might offend i think he was like looking to elicit a reaction and you want to feel 
you know, the awkwardness. If you're, you know, like I've, you know, was talking about being a Christian planet. You're like, yeah. oh man, this is probably what people think of Christians. Is this crazy yeah. freaking group yeah. that's running I'm with around? You. It is, but you know, games like that, I mean, can make your seemingly make your faith stronger sure. if you are of that faith. Because then sure. you say, well, I got to be, you know, I want to be. Not, not that, that guy. A better yeah. person. I don't want to be that guy. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. It's very true. It's, it's yeah. telling a story. I mean, you know, every uh, faith has a book, and every one of those books has stories that are worse than the stories we see in video games. So, right. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's nothing really, like I said, they're telling a story. So, uh, it, do, it doesn't bother me. So, and I don't yeah. think it bothers them either. And, um, I, I, I do I, I do like that they have that disclaimer with the Assassin's Creed stuff. It's just because it's like, hey, we're thinking about you, and we know there's all kinds of different religions and races out there, and that's why we have this team together. And it, you know, it's nice. It's just nice to know that they did think about it. I don't think a, a whole lot of game creators do that, but it's good. It works. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. That's a wrap, folks. That's a wrap. That's it. Thank, Thank you for all the questions. Those are awesome. Yeah. Well, I have a question. I have a question for our listeners. I totally forgot to do one last week. And it felt like a bozo. Oh, yeah. You dropped the bomb on that one. Finished the ball. Finished the podcast. Um, But yes, sorry to step on you, uh, Router. But yeah, thank you guys for the questions. We love it. And we want them to keep coming. And we're just so glad that we don't have to make them up anymore. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. At T Router says. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of, speaking of, Router, did you get that link I sent you with the thing? I was reading this story on VG Charts. Yeah. About something getting pushed back. And then at the bottom it said, update. Tim Router from Married to the Games podcast has just confirmed that. <laughs> yeah. Was yeah like, it was Last no of Us. Way. It was Last yeah, of Us. It was, for, it was, was for the like, Last uh, of Us being Tim's delayed. a celebrity. And I was like, thank you, thank you, thank you. That Somebody so hurry up fun. and make a meme. No pictures, please. No pictures, please. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. That was a trip. That was right, hilarious. Gabe, go on with your question. Um, so kind of dipping back into Beyond Two Souls and how wide range the reviews are how important are reviews to your decision to buy games good question um if you see a 10 are you like automatic if you see a two are you like never getting it i just want to know because i can kind of be on both sides because i know that when you hear a game is awesome it definitely makes you more curious but some people are like "Eh, is that game as bad as they thought are those just a bunch of talking heads and they just so tired of playing video games that if a video game is not amazing, they're going to score it bad. So how important are reviews to you? Cause it's kind of like the new looking at the back of the box, you know, when me and hall used to go to EB games and Funko land, we would look at the back of the box and that almost determined when we, why we would get or not get a game. And I reviews still love doing that kind though. of become the new version of that. So let us know. Hashtag Eventually, the back of the box MTTG. is just going to be blank. I yeah. know, like the manuals. The manuals gonna, have come down. It's going to say "see online." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. Hashtag answer MTTG. Let us know. And uh, you guys ready to get up out of here? Yeah, buddy. Yep. Hashtag we about this thing. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Gabe Patillo. That is tim router that is timothy hall 
We all up in October, baby, and we married to the games, and we about this thing. Peace.